Yo, 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 what is up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Grace Sufficient Podcast. This is your boy, Johnny and Priscilla. And we're here to deliver a word from the Lord this morning. Amen. So this is a devotion on the Bible app. It's called Grace to Grow, Release Anxiety, and Find Purpose. Woo! I'm starting out the year with some fire for you guys. So this devotional, uh, this is basically day one. And um, day one, we're starting with the one thing. And honestly, this is great because we're starting out a new year. And we tend to kind of put a little bit too much on our plate where we start to focus on too many different things. And and sometimes God is just asking us to focus on one thing at a time. And what better thing to focus on than his kingdom? It sounds like you just described me this week. <laughs> yep. This is for us, too. It's funny because anytime that we bring a word to you guys, it's like goes right back to us. So, yeah, that's right. And so. The devotional, it's a three-day devotional, I believe. It's a three-day plan. So no, you're more seven days. Oh, it's seven days. Yeah, okay, so we're so going to be here for a little bit, which nice. I love. Nice. I like that. So this one is called, uh, the first one is called The One Thing. And I'm going to start reading it, okay? I imagined that Martha frantically whirled around the house. The distant crowd shouted Jesus' name as the Lord entered her little village Sorry, of Bethany. Jesus and his disciples would be arriving any minute at the home she shared with her siblings, Lazarus and Mary. Martha wasn't inside while Jesus shared stories that filled the room with laughter and awe. She was out by the fire preparing dinner. Martha longed to be to hear about Jesus' miracles too, but someone had to make the food. She looked to delegate some of the responsibilities. But wait, where was Mary? Peering in the window, Martha gasped with her eyes or when her eyes landed on her sister. Was she audacious enough to sit at the feet of the rabbi? Why, was she, why wasn't she helping? Martha was furious and wanted to burst through the door and make a scene. Not wanting Jesus to think poorly of her, she took a breath, smoothed her apron, and entered the room. Master, is it fair that I'm doing all the cooking while Mary sits here? Please tell her to get up and do something to help me. Martha stopped before coarse words spilled out with her emotions. Jesus understood that culture discouraged women from being disciples, but he did not chastise Mary. Instead, he turned to Martha and said, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. Fire. And that's in Luke 10, 41 to 42. Can you say that sentence one more time? There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mm -hmm. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. Martha often gets a bad rap for wanting to work while her sister worships. Yet Jesus' words put her perfectionism into perspective. The dinner, the dishes, or even the dilemma were not what was important. Mary discovered the meaning of life at Jesus' feet. Like Martha, the details of the day may pull our focus from the purpose we were created for. It may feel like we exist for many things, but we were made for one thing, an intimate relationship with the Lord. All the other parts of life flow from our connection 
with God. Mm-hmm. Let's be with the Lord today. Chaos flees when sitting at the feet of Jesus. Intimacy with God injects joy into the rest of our day. And peace is found in the power of his presence. Amen. That's so powerful. I yeah. think I think we could see like, so we're looking at Martha, Martha and, and Mary, right? Mm-hmm. One is focusing on culture, like what, what she's supposed to do, what she's expected to do. Go get that money. Go get that bag. Go, you know, go do what you're expected to do, right? All the details of life. All the details of life. And like, I think for everyone, everyone has a different perspective of what success looks like. And maybe in Martha's eyes, she was doing what she would, what she thought she was supposed to do. Well, mm-hmm. someone has to do this. Yeah. Someone has to provide. Someone has to make money. Someone has to go to school. Someone has to, has to, has to, well, right? Yeah. And and then we look at we look at Mary, and in the popular opinion, in the patterns of this world, it looks like she's not doing what she's supposed to do. Like, th- Think about Martha and how that looks like to her. She's doing everything that she thinks she's expected to do. While Mary is just literally dwelling in the presence of God. And for, for a lot of people, for a lot of us, especially for people in the, you know, and, and, and the people are doing the normal things that are expected to do or seen as success, like working overtime and making money and doing all this stuff that dwelling in the presence of God may seem like a waste of time. Yeah. Right. That actually is what is later on in that same devotional when it says to pause to reflect. Um, it, it talks about that. And we'll we'll definitely touch on that and like expand on it. But the I, I think like the the biggest takeaway for me here and something that I've recently we, we actually heard this from a preaching that success, even though we all have different perspective of what success looks like. There is really one true success. Do you remember what that was? Jesus. Obedience. Obedience. Obedience yes. to 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 the purpose that God calls oh, us. Yeah, that was the Mike Todd sermon we were listening to the other day. Um, that was something that God had revealed to him that if if at the end of my life that if I were to you know pass away and go with God, that at least I was obedient in my calling that He had for me. That's what he was saying. And well, this this for me, the way that it speaks to to my life is in so many different categories. Um, you talked about work and you talked about the the patterns of this world. But I'm also seeing it as a mom, as a wife. I see how it can be really easy to get wrapped up in all of the all of the details of motherhood of being a wife of maintaining the house and then looking at you or other people and being like wow they're having so much fun over there not worrying about all the other things but sometimes it's important to to keep things in perspective like it said here it said jesus's words put perfectionism into perspective and um in life, there's always going to be those details. We're always going to have dirty dishes to clean. We're always going to have laundry to clean. And we're not, but we're not always going to have the opportunity to see our loved ones always. Mm-hmm. We're not always going to be able to live in the moment and see our kids grow and, and do new things sometimes and say new words. And if we're constantly wrapped up in those details and in the the things that they do matter to a certain extent, but they should not overtake the one thing that does matter. And that, that is 
Jesus. That is what he's called us for. And if we, if we just plug ourselves into him more like Mary did, and we are in close proximity to him, it's not that the other things won't get done. It's that we'll be able to do those things with much more grace and much more patience and much more peace. And he'll give us the strength to be able to do all of that, that work, but it will come out as worship instead of this like hard work that we um, often dread. And we kind of come across as Martha where we're worried about all of those details that, that are not really worth it. And then we oftentimes complain, like, look at them or look at her or look at him. They're not doing what I'm doing. And mm. we have to remember that sometimes less is more. Absolutely. And, and, and just a simple fact that comparison is a, is a thief of joy. And, you know, Martha, she could have very well just enjoyed the fact that she was doing something for the Lord, even though it wasn't the, the one thing that she should have been doing. She could still be like, you know, me and me and Mary are in different places. I get to make food for the Lord, mm -hmm. you know, so it's all about really that perspective of, of like what do I what I get to do. And, and you know, as Christians, guys, we're going to we're going to find people that are going to pass us by like 100 miles an hour. And we're, we seem like we're stuck in, in, a, in a place where we don't want to be. But let me reassure you that you are right where you need to be. In that place where it feels like you're stagnant, God is trying to teach you something. I mean, it's a reflection of my life. I'm telling you this because I'm living, it, I'm living through it right now. And I know that God has bigger, greater purpose for my life than anything that I could foresee for myself. And and. As I mentioned, that success is defined different, is a very subjective definition for many people. I don't think you even know what success really is. Mm -hmm. Because I thought what success was, and it was just to, to do this one thing or to have money for this thing, to be home with the family. But true, real success is walking in God's purpose and being obedient through that purpose. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is that through seeking the kingdom first, he promises that literally everything else will be in addition to. So that will be added to your life. You know, the things that you don't even know you want will be given to you. You know, the resources, the the fulfillment of, of getting to do something that, that matters and impacts people. Like all those things matter. That's, that's what we, you know, we see. We see the popular culture. We see the pop culture, music industry. You see how many people commit suicides and they're, they're addicted to drugs because they have all the money in the world, but they don't have the one thing that really matters, which is God. Yeah, the one thing that will actually fulfill you and make you feel whole. Um, and I like that part where it talked about all the other parts of life flow from our connection with God. If we just start there, everything else will will flow from our connection. We, we will be kinder people to the to the people that are around us we will be nicer moms and nicer dads and have more patience and more um forgiving spouses and i even see this correlation with ministry a lot of times we're we're always you know running around <laughs> trying to get stuff done for the service and if you guys don't know we're we're worship leaders at our church and there are a lot of details to to iron out before a service and during a service and it can get um, stressful if you if you let it um, but keeping that perspective of I'm at Jesus's feet this is for him 
and not and everything else will fall into place as long as I keep my head straight with um, the perspective that that I have to focus on the one thing. And and another thing that I would like to kind of just just take each day at its own. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what tomorrow is going to bring. You know, he asks us to worry about each day individually because each day is going to bring his own his own weight. Yeah. And we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So enjoy your kids today. Enjoy what you get to do today. You know, enjoy your family, your friends today. Be intentional about the things that you're doing, the things that make you happy, the things that, that fill your cup and, and also gets you closer to God today. You know? You know what I what else I noticed about Martha is that she it almost it almost came across a little bit like jealousy mm-hmm. um, because she wanted to be there and yet she said, Master, is it fair that I'm doing all the cooking while Mary sits here? And that that reminds me of how social media can be at times when we compare to what somebody else is doing versus where you're at right now and what you wish you could be doing. You wish you would drove that car. You wish you had that house. You wish you had the baby. And it's it's just, you can't put yourself into a comparison with somebody else because you're not where they are. And it's also, it always comes down to perspective. It, you might think that you're losing in that in, in your life or in that scenario, but you might be winning and somebody else maybe wants the life that you have. Um, but it's all perspective and remembering to not, to not have like that comparison and jealousy that can so easily come, especially when you compare yourself to other people. Absolutely. I think that's uh, that's a great point, babe. And just a point, a few points of reflection here. Um, if you guys want to write it down in your notes and keep it really close to you and your hearts, our primary purpose is to have a relationship with God. Jesus, that's number two, has the power to stretch minutes, resources, and abilities. Ooh, that was that one. I love that, that one. one's good. And then three, time with God is always productive. And I, and you it's know what's crazy? Worked. I didn't even read that, and all those things were already in my mind. Yeah. So here here's something that I want to just add real quick. So those are the three pointers. But you could see what Martha was doing, and it wasn't bad. She no. was not doing anything bad. And and sometimes you feel like, you know, I'm doing all the right things. I'm doing all the things that, that I'm supposed to be doing. But God is like saying, you are doing things that are not bad, but that are probably outside of my time timing. It's like when you're so busy, but you're not actually doing things that are productive. Exactly. You're so busy doing other things that won't Ooh. actually. I tell you, like time with God. It's never wasted. Never time wasted. Never wasted. I love number two because a lot of times, don't you feel like you're running out of fill in the blank? I'm running out of time. I'm running out of resources. I'm running out of energy. And Jesus has the power <laughs> to stretch all of those things. That's so good. If you plug into him, he will give you more resources. He'll give you more strength. He'll give you more patience. He'll give you more kindness, more gentleness, more peace, more forgiveness. If you abide in the vine and you stay plugged in, all of that will come. Amen. That was a, there was a period there. I'm sorry. (laughs) You thought I was going to keep going. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, let's, um, let's go ahead and pray. Um, only, you know, and uh, in relation to this story, in relation to this comparison that we see 
where you find yourself. Maybe you've been focusing on the wrong things. Maybe you've been focusing on all the right things outside of God's timing. And and all the thing, all, uh, the main, the main thing about all this is to ask God. It's like God, am I fulfilling my purpose? Am I going the direction that I'm supposed to be going? Am I going one mile above the speed limit you're setting up for your life, for mm-hmm. my life? Why are you? Am I going one mile slower than the speed that you've set up for my life? So put those things into perspective and let's pray about this because I believe that all of us can find ourselves in Martha's shoes where we do all the right things, but God is just asking us, come spend some time with me. Yes, there is, uh, right before we wrap up and we do a prayer, I want to do something that we've never done. And it's just, I I didn't even run it by Johnny, (laughs) but um, I want to mention that there is, there's a song that speaks to me that is about this very topic that, um, I think that a lot of the times that we're talking about certain topics, I have music or songs that come to mind that talk about that same, that very same thing. So that when that happens or when we have a, a song in mind that talks about something that we can mention it and then they could go and listen to it on their own after, maybe after this, or you can, um, revisit it because it does complement and I think music and worship is it's just so integral in our walk with with Christ so it's called the one is it called the one thing by upper room <coughs> um love note it's called love note <laughs> by upper room <laughs> I was like the one thing what? it's called love note by upper room and it's such a beautiful song and the music is just ugh. Right yeah, now, I'm thinking about is, it makes me want to cry. That song is uh, is 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 uh, fire. But listen sure. to the lyrics and, man. Anyway, let's pray a song out. <laughs> so, let's go ahead and pray. And this is the prayer attached to the devotional that is very intentional. So it says, "Lord Jesus, I desire to be near you. I dedicate myself to spending time in your presence. Please cover the rest of my day with grace and power as I walk with you." In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Guys, love you guys so much. It's been absolutely real, and I love that we get to spend time together. Um, tune in next week, same time, same day, and I love y'all. We love you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.